0: I guess you went from around here, yeah. I guess you went from around here. Yeah, look at what we did in the past year, yeah. A lot of green like a pasture, a lot of buzz like a pastor. Yeah, enjoy it while I'm still here. I've been on the I've been disappeared like the rapture. No mad raps in the cheap short. I'm just shopping in my sears, I ain't no soothsayer. Just a true seeker, blue tweaker. Might just make a mail while I'm getting meeker. Might just make a mail while I'm getting meeker. Do I sound clear? Can you hear the soothing timbre in your ear? Look at what
1: we did in the past year. Yeah, look at what we did. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Ebbs and Flows. That's Esoteric Bible Study for Love of Wisdom. I'm Danny Naki Dan, and I'm here today with Joshua the Branch. What's up, Joshua? Hello, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. And then also... With us today is Nomad from the Nomad podcast. What's up, Nomad? Hey, hey, God bless. Excited to be
0: here digging into
1: the word again. Yes, sir. And then also not with us yet, but who will be soon? The Morgan B. Uh she, she should be popping in anytime now. But uh last week we left off with Genesis 2, 18 and so we're going to continue from that point in genesis and get it going so let's get it going now let's uh you want to read a few lines or i can read a few or joshua's feeling yeah, a little out the weather, so uh we'll be talking uh for him <laughs> not really but <laughs> but i'm sure he'll be
0: well i have it pulled up here if you want me to yeah. get going
1: yeah And this is a 218, and Jehovah God saith, not good for the man to be alone, I do make to him a helper as his counterpart. And Jehovah God formeth from the ground every beast of the field and every fowl of the heavens and bringeth it unto man to see what he doth call it, and whatever the man calleth a living creature that is it's that is its name and the man calleth names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the heavens and to every beast of the field and to man hath not been found an a helper as his counterpart and jehovah god causeth a deep sleep to fall upon man and he sleepeth and he taketh one of his ribs and clotheth up flesh in his steed I kind of want to stop there just because I find this idea that he put man to sleep kind of an interesting one. It's almost like he put him under some form of. Uh, he sedated him. Yeah, right.
0: He, sur- he sedated him and did surgery. I mean, that's definitely what it sounds like. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, that's what it sounds like. Joshua, do you have? I'm sure you have some uh, deep thoughts about that. Well, um,
2: anesthesia is uh, another way to look at it, and mm-hmm. what they c- sometimes call that is twilight gas, which I think would be interesting to consider because you know the, what's going on here and what what time it might be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, and then also, um, it's the we talked about the rib last time morgan was reading about the rib and i think uh it was in a reference to hydra's rib and star constellation draco i think so i thought that was kind of interesting um that rib kind of comes back up once again um also what came to mind um is is how the it's the job of the atom to name things and Mm -hmm. If anybody's ever taken like biology or something like that, you learn about taxonomy, which is the science of categorization and labeling the animal kingdom, so to speak. And Adam ruled over all of these kingdoms um, and it was his job to name all the creatures and such. So, you know, uh, I think Linnaeus maybe is one of the well-known scientists related to taxonomy. But I think that that's uh, an interesting point to raise up here because you know humans do have that tendency to put things in boxes and quantify and name and label. Um, so I just think that that's really interesting. Is that you know it, it was God's pleasure to not name them Himself, but to let the Adam do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. think that's interesting.
0: And also like you probably had to have a really good memory to be able to remember all of the different plants and animals and all of the different things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, So think about that too. That kind of gets back into the green language. You know, what's something's true name? Mm -hmm. What we call it today may not be what it Adam called it. And what Adam called it, that's the Adamic green language, is the language of the birds or twilight language so this anesthesia kind of <laughs> these these couple verses right here are kind of interesting to me in, in some ways because it's pretty loaded i mean just in those two verses he he goes from like dutifully uh, categorizing all the fauna and flora and i guess uh jehovah sees that he's lonely Right, and he says that uh, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. So he takes from him the rib, then, and makes her. So um, now it's interesting too, because had this not occurred, would the fall have ever happened? That's something to consider Mm -hmm. too.
1: If he not created woman, if he only created man, so (laughs) had he just lived forever
2: and suffered, maybe there would have never been a fall. Right. and so we even call it falling in love too so adam uh, kind of falls in love here with eve in a sense i just think it's really um
1: interesting from a thematic point of view uh when, when morgan and i were talking earlier i was bringing up up uh, because we brought up aquarius and i was kind of going through uh the zodiac and backwards and seeing if i could make sense of it pertaining to like the creation story and i think i kind of can uh like it starts with the creation of adam and eve but in norse mythology it's frey and freya and they're actually kind of like brother sister even though they do have offspring i believe but the uh, the idea of this male female uh relation is interesting but also being like one in the same which could be in a relation to gemini and then uh i can't remember what's after gemini oh cancer so then the cancers of the earth could be the eating of the fruit of the tree uh and then after cancer is um i wish i could pull it up make it a lot easier for me but leo Yeah, after so Leo, and then Leo's the fall, right? Um, Virgo, yeah, yeah, and then Virgo would be the Virgin Mary, and then uh, then Scorpio and Libra, and Scorpio's like Judas' kiss, and then Libra's balance, um, and Sagittarius, yeah. So, I don't know, I think there could be something to be said that maybe there's some. Part that is uh you know that the zodiac is also playing into the story or either they're taking it from the stars and putting it into context or the stars are creating the context and i remember that one episode where you talked about well what is it what was the name uh hiv uh yashiv hiv
2: Um,
1: well is the one is the idea of him being made of all the words and him actually being all the stars together right
2: oh there was a picture um yeah that i shared that showed the the constellations basically being the letters is that
1: yeah uh, that's what i'm talking about about. what was the name of that Well, that's just the logos. Okay, Um, but you know it's written above, right? And then it's executed below. Yeah. So that kind of it kind of blew my name when the letters for like Yahweh were also like part of the like zodiacal wheel, as in him being all part of the stars, and then everything happening kind of being like almost the story of God in a way of Yahweh, right?
2: yeah like it's telling a story of his own too i've always speculated about that myself like wondering you know did he have to destroy great creatures or tame chaos you know like he has his way it's yahweh and and that's (laughs) what the torah is it's Mm -hmm. this way that he has established through chaos he found a way through it and um, christ of course was the physical embodiment of this that to show us the way but i kind of imagine it as being um you know what he did what he did when he created earth is just in like defiance of you know chaos and everything else and it was like to prove how strong he was He, you know, done these things and so yeah um studying like the sumerian epics and gilgamesh and things like that i think it helps me better understand that when i see it in the bible now because a lot of what we have as names for god for instance jehovah is uh, god almighty is what it means it's more like a title um whereas his secret names you know we don't we'll never know his name right <laughs> and uh, there's a power in that name and some some say when you know the name of something you have control over so one of the attributes about god that i find very interesting is mystery and how he always reveals himself a little differently he he named himself one thing um when he revealed himself to abraham uh, another when he was with moses and another when he was with jacob so he kind of uh gives these revelations to his followers but when he does this he uses a different name each time oftentimes so and uh i think it expresses like some type of characteristic something that he shares with humanity you know and he has emotions too because he gets jealous and angry yeah but also mm-hmm. joyful so uh I, I i like to marvel at <laughs> at those things but um But y-h-w-h to be the consonant version of it yeah he has a good sense of humor i've said that to him several times before (laughs) jehovah you got a great sense of humor but uh but yeah um the what's interesting about that is that you can interchange the vowels in between y-h-w-h and you know i think that's where a lot of people get different variations of the same name Mm it's because of that the way hebrew is
1: yeah i oftentimes think of like uh in the sumerian they had like if you were 50 you had fifteen divine names or if you're 40 you had 40 divine names and uh and those types of things uh but that would be your shem your fame or your name yeah yeah um in in regard to the fact that you're you're saying like once you know the name uh it's powerful you can hold power over it i had an interesting uh dream a couple weeks ago i kind of uh was very different for me i i often sometimes don't sleep very well and i couldn't go to sleep this night and it was i can't even remember what time it was in the morning three something, four something. And um I was kind of like halfway in and out of consciousness trying to sleep, but like awake. Like I was like I knew I was in my bed trying to sleep, but I was still having like dreams in a way. And I was having a dream of this it was just like this black uh humanoid figure. Uh, but it was like all just I don't even know how to describe it was like goop or shadow uh, but it had form and it it told me its name uh three times and then uh it appeared by my the side of my bed and I like opened my eyes and saw it and I said its name and it disappeared and uh that was That was about the extent of it, but I just remember thinking it was so weird. I wasn't sure if I was really asleep or if I was awake or what was happening, Uh, but it kind of freaked me out a little bit uh, for a day or two, and uh, so it's just interesting that it told me its name, and then I said it, and it disappeared, and I can't remember what the name was either, so... uh, I that's what makes me think it was like a dream that's interesting I you and, can't remember the name yeah because usually in dreams you don't ever you do never remember like what you said uh, you remember bits and pieces and i remember all that stuff vividly but i don't remember the name but so yeah i just thought that was interesting in context to to that idea um yeah. Where are we at?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I think we're pretty much we're close to finishing up Genesis chapter two. Uh, um, I did want to bring up, bring up one more bit. thing, though.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: another point to bring up too. Uh,
0: so, just on the whole, you know, man should not be alone. Thing, do you guys sort of feel like perhaps God sort of knew what that felt like, like? It almost seems to me like we, the purpose of us was to have relationship with God. And so that's kind of why I think he sort of carried on that feature to us, right? He's like, I know what it feels like to be alone. So you should, you know, man should not be alone. And I think there's a lot of stories throughout the Bible that kind of show like it is about having relationship with God. Would you guys agree with that? Absolutely.
2: And I think that was his motivation for creating
0: the Adam. Right. Because if you're everything that exists, like if you have everything, you know, at a certain point, all you have to gain is to give, right? To sort of divide that up, to bring it, to to give it to your friends so they can enjoy it with you, right? So I think that's kind of what we're seeing in the Garden of Eden was God wanted to share this creation with his friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And what's interesting here, though,
2: is that his solution for that. Loneliness was to create Eve, though. So, is that loneliness similarly experienced by God? You know, that, um, we never really talk much about if God had a wife.
0: <laughs> right, Although, like what kind it, of relationship? Because that was then. You say that was like the first commandment was to like go forth and be fruitful. It's definitely
2: one of the first, yeah. Which I think He told that to the animals too. so it wasn't just to us so um now one of the things i wanted to mention here was what language was this that adam was using when he was naming you know Mm -hmm. so because they didn't really get hebrew until um mount sinai is when they got the first five books of the bible
1: Mm -hmm.
2: so you know adam didn't have hebrew necessarily so I just wonder, like what was he even speaking? so anyway, I just wanted to finish with that thought.
1: Mm. Latin? the
2: academic language That's how everything is according named, to right? Jewish
0: <laughs> I have it pulled up here. I'm just curious what yeah, this yeah. says. I just go what language did Adam and Eve speak? It says. The Edemic language, according to Jewish tradition, as recorded in the Midrashim and some Christians is the language spoken by Adam and possibly Eve in the Garden of Eden. So have you guys ever heard of the Edemic language?
2: No. Yeah, it's the the language of the birds.
0: Basically, they could talk to animals. Interesting. Do you know why it's
1: called the language of the birds? I guess because they were able to talk to birds.
2: You know what (laughs) Um, I mean? I guess.
1: I've been listening to uh, the the Sitchin books of, of the Sumerian legends and stuff, and uh, when when Gilgamesh was on his journey, and even I think Alexander too, they got to a place where it was guarded by the bird headed people, and uh, like in the, even in the Sumerian like artwork, you can see like the bird head um, deities. uh in the garden and whatnot so i'm almost wondering if maybe there was some type of angel or being that was guarding these places that had bird heads that was given out language because hermes is often associated also with the ibis bird and he's like the god of language and uh scribing and all of those things too so uh see there you go there's a picture of the bird guy with a handbag um, so yeah I, yeah, very I wonder if like, is some type of you know uh, exalted type being that existed that already had a like a, a language form and then passed it down was taught, the language was taught to Adam because it um, but also i i see like a lot of times like it seems like a lot of goo goo gaga type stuff right like even when you look at some of like the older words in the sumerian it's like guga do da you know what i mean it's like Jin gen ben Din is very uh syllable like so they're just parts of syllables like two to three letter simple words but then when you start combining these two or three syllable words together you create a word and then you build off of that and create you know sentences and whatnot but so because a lot of it is is just very simple easy words
0: Yeah, I'm sure we've overcomplicated language throughout the years for sure. And, you know, if language was a lot simpler, probably would have been easier to label everything and remember
1: it. Mm -mm. Yeah, and they had a very, uh, the Sumerians had a very, like, way that they identified certain things or did things like with the letter E in front of anything that, like denoted like the home of a god and uh so like the eden was like god's uh den or uh den is also could be garden uh gar is usually uh like life uh so like garden would be the life den life home um And they did, uh, like a lot of the cities to Eridu. Uh, a lot of times the ease has association to a god, and
0: uh, right, yeah, like weren't you talking about Eric last time?
1: Eric, yeah, which is Uruk and Iraq, it's almost the same Iran pronunciation, just different. Uh, ways of saying it it
2: said that Solomon the uh, was able to speak this also
1: this language oh really Solomon yeah
2: what is and it And maybe what,
1: even David. go back to the uh, Adamic language does it say what some of the words are in the Adamic language It'd be interesting to see like uh I don't know, but I
0: am seeing a lot of the Ethiopia, Eritrean, yeah. uh, e, e. Eritrea.
1: And then, the, like, even the S, the letter S, like, I think it's like a snake, a serpent. Even with a lot of the words that start with S, they have, like, a slither or hiss or it's a... Uh, salt salt of the earth is like things that are on the ground in the ground which is like snake a lot of association with s and serpent type things
2: Uh, oh he even named eve apparently so when we read about that we might notice that in a moment mm. he just said that in the text
1: i noticed yeah there's, there's no example though of like the actual words huh
0: well yeah I'd have to probably look a little harder oh, I'm not okay. seeing anything that's specific I think they're trying to bring up like the angelic alphabet but that's pretty different I think
2: well Eve would be a good example I mean that's right. lasted, yeah. lasted till now really? I don't know what else yeah, yeah is that always
1: has that <laughs> always been her name as far as I know <laughs> so he spoke English <laughs> um,
2: oh yeah it probably would be interesting to see what the Hebrew is of her name mm. probably holds a little mystery there yeah
0: I wonder um, i can look that up but do you wanna keep Well, did you guys have anything else on that while i look it up?
1: i i'm good joshua
2: um if we're gonna look that up i mean we could also look up the deep sleep mm. because that might give us a clue like as to what was going on there um what would be the uh, best verse here to nerding yeah. out a little bit but you know where it first reversed? mentioned eve is that um it's much further down
0: oh the seventh day Very also that, yeah <laughs> the seventh day eve every tree mm-hmm I don't know if I actually see just even here though have we even gotten to that that was
2: pretty cool man um, <laughs> that was a nice revelation
0: yeah the seventh because we're still on the seventh day which again we had talked about but just to recap even seven has normally know evened. it as the that's what we're saying yeah and but it's known for the day of rest but you know we're seeing that a lot was actually done on the seventh day so mm-hmm. just wanted to recap on that as well um, the man and his wife. So right here it seems like it's just still saying wife. So I don't think we actually get Eve until maybe the next chapter. Hmm. Oh yeah, here it is. And the man calleth his wife's name Eve, for she hath been mother of all living. So that would be Genesis three, verse 20. Let me bring that up in the blue letter Bible so we can look at the Hebrew. But do you guys have anything to rant on that while I look this up?
1: I don't Except for like the evening. Um,
0: and do you yeah, think, think this would be the evening when this is happening? Or was well, the evening when he was resting?
2: Well, the seventh day begins on Friday evening when it begins to turn dark so right
0: it begins in the evening that's right yeah, you're in the so, evening.
2: <laughs> this could have been happening at night it's something well to consider because he was sleeping it, too
0: right and if if that's if he was doing the work during night maybe and then resting in the day or leading up to the day is that how it would work or is it like the end of the night where it starts
2: it would begin uh friday sundown friday at sundown then it ends saturday sundown so normally you want to get everything done before then which he done most of his work but then like you said he's there's still a lot of work getting done on the sabbath which is interesting
0: Um, all right so here's the hebrew for eve strong's age
1: 2332
0: and it looks like Eve equals life or living the first woman
1: woman, wife of Adam interesting I pulled up up Eve in uh, words and uh, interesting even uh, is like Adam's the odd and then once Eve is created, they become even uh even number two.
0: Yeah, I had that thought too. Glad you brought um, that up.
1: Ever. So like forever, Eve's in there. Event evenly. Uh what
0: was the word that you wanted me to look up, Joshua? You had mentioned something else?
2: Maybe the word that they're using for sleep, like deep sleep. Okay, so
0: that would have been back in chapter 2, right? Let's see. Please hold. All right, so it looks like 2 verse 21.
1: I have naive. Sieve. Beaver. Level. Stevens. So the f-
0: the phrase for to sleep, it looks like it's la Let me just do the audio, so make sure I'm pronouncing it right.
1: Strong's H, 3947.
0: la La carte. La carte. Thank and, you. It lo- and it looks like it means uh it can mean take receive take away fetch bring get take out carry away married or buy um that's hmm. interesting i guess it's because it's the phrase let me go back here so the phrase a deep sleep maybe i clicked on the wrong one Oh yeah, I might have clicked on the wrong one. Uh-oh. There was another. There was another <laughs> slept. There was another like uh, phrase that was similar, but this is the deep sleep, and this looks like it's tardema. ma. Let me do the audio again.
1: Strong's H eighty six thirty nine. tarde ma, tarde
0: ma. Okay, yeah, and this one deep sleep trance, that makes more sense.
2: <laughs> tarde ma.
0: So deep sleep or trance, you know, that's interesting, but yeah, definitely in a altered state.
2: So he took his rib when he was in the state. I think the next verse talks about how he built the rib up afterwards. So it makes me think of like, well, was he doing some type of stem cell,
0: you know, Like, what
2: what was
1: going on?
0: He buildeth up the rib, which he hath taken out. Yeah,
2: like he created her form out of that. You know, I think that's interesting. She's like, did he grow her in a petri dish? You know, like, how long did that take? I wonder.
0: Yeah, let's go to verse two. Hey, Morgan.
1: Oh, She did get in. How are you? Doing well.
3: How are you? I'm good.
1: We are talking about Genesis two, chapter eighteen, uh, when God put Adam to sleep to remove his rib to create Eve, and we're um, we just covered like how Adam named all of the beasts in the field and name started naming everything in all the kingdoms. Do you have anything to add to those couple things?
2: And also how it related to the green language of the birds, which yeah. I think she would be interested to comment on.
3: Well, yeah. Cause it most definitely reminds me of, um, well, the first thing I think about is like Noah. So I think about if I'm reading the Bible, I probably am going to think about, um, like how that will intertwine later on and, how it's like something really important to remember always the birds, um, because of so many different reasons, but it spreads throughout like that same language in a lot of mythology too, um, not just the Bible, right?
1: Because after the flood, Noah released the birds from the ark to see if the land was dry and he could get
3: out, right.
1: Um. Yeah. Um. No, master's checking on the the Hebrew because we're talking about like what the Adamic language might have been and what Eve was. What in the Hebrew? What her name was in Hebrew? And um. Life. Yeah. See. Boom. If we just had Morgan here, we wouldn't have even had to look.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But you can't really translate. that's where things get messed up. I'm going to watch my language, but when you try to translate something from like the mother tongue, it will never be the same, like to the next person, to the next, to the next. And that's where we get screwed up.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah, it
0: seems like as close to a uh, builder up, it seems like the closest I can get is brought her, which is interesting. It's not exactly directly uh, translating the same as the U version Bible, but. Essentially, to bring up, so to come, to bring in, enter, go, carry down, pass, or out, uh, to go in or to enter. So, I guess you could look at that as, yeah, he's putting the rib into her uh, essentially. But the the way they phrase that is interesting. And in Jehovah God buildeth up the rib which he hath taken out of the man into a woman, and bringeth her into. In Unto the Man. Oh,
2: kind of reminds me of maybe like how a potter makes something out of clay. So mm-hmm. he must have used Adam's blood or, or marrow or something. And then they kind of had marrow.
3: to, though. <laughs> they had to because um, it also says that... <clears throat> he's gonna reign over you like he's going to be like pretty much you're gonna be his you you know second to a man um in the bible it says that um i'm not gonna like quote it like i'm loosely saying it but not really um it says
1: we'll probably get um, to that in these next few verses here yeah
3: yeah so that's important to know, because you have to you have to add things up like because the whole story is right here, you know it's how that's the story of us right there, and we return to dust.
2: It's like a form of magic
1: almost
3: it most certainly is
1: well why don't why don't you finish this off no matter at twenty
0: twenty two okay. All right. So, verse are we, 22
1: are we on chapter 21. No. I can start we did with the sleep upon the man. Yeah, we did that. So okay. Go ahead. Start Genesis right
0: chapter 2 verse 22. And Jehovah God buildeth up the rib which he hath taken out of the man unto a woman and bringeth her in unto the man. And the man saith, this is the proper step, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. For this is called woman, for from a man hath this been taken. Therefore doth a man leave his father and his mother, and hath cleaved unto his wife, and they have become one flesh. And they are both of them naked, the man and his wife, and
1: they are not ashamed of themselves. And then woman, oh, so, yeah. of man, the womb. Womb man. Right. Um. Well, I have a question. Whose mother... Well,
0: so Eve is mother of all living things, which is one of the things I wanted to get to in the next chapter. Well, I mean,
2: but that hadn't happened yet. It's just Adam and Eve right now. So it's kind of like they're talking about Adam and Eve kind of getting married here and they're leaving father and mother. I just think that's kind of
0: interesting. Well, it almost seems like this is like commentary, doesn't it? Like Mm. (laughs) the writer is saying, like, does a man not leave his father and his mother? to be with his wife uh, and they become one flesh is you know what i mean it almost well, think seems it's like more it's more like a decree actually
2: yeah
3: because that's the story of us right here i don't think that they um that, that's it like it's that's set in stone so i think that's really important especially cleave cleave onto your wife like for you know what i mean that's right. So he's just flesh. he's
0: he's yeah. letting us know that essentially this is how it's gonna work. Like yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But I don't think that necessarily means there was a previous mother, right? Well, I was meaning like, does God have a
2: wife? Is that who they're talking about here? I would like
1: what's the Hebrew
2: for that? That would be uh, interesting as well. It did
1: say that uh Jehovah divorced Asherah.
2: Yeah, I've heard that before, but I was wondering. It doesn't. You don't really. I, I've never really paid close attention until now to know that she was in there. If she was, so that could be her, and just not named.
0: Yeah, perhaps.
3: This is yeah. It's funny because a lot of mythology starts off like this as well, but it it also is cycled into where like it's been done before.
2: Because it says the first a, man, time. a man here is Adam.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And he, you know, his father is God, but we yeah. don't know who his mother is. <laughs> I just think that's really interesting. She's mystery.
3: It's like yeah. metaphor. I take that as metaphorical also um, because. <clears throat> pretty much at the end, what they're saying is like, you have shame, because you're naked, but not because you're naked, it's because you don't have anything to cover you. Like the emperor has no clothes type of thing. Like I think that um you should definitely. I I think it's been done before is all I'm saying.
2: They had innocence, they hadn't yet fallen as well. He-
3: I think okay. Maybe not.
0: So what? What is saying? Therefore, doth a man. So if we're assuming that doth a man means Adam, leave his father and his mother. So you're kind of getting at that, perhaps that meant that Adam was le- sort of leaving God and whoever the female counterpart was. Well, yeah. it seems
2: to suggest that, but I've never, yeah. I've never saw, I've never had that realization before until we mm. were studying it just now.
0: Well, that that is interesting because I've also said that in, in the other been,
1: translations. Um, I guess I
0: could compare here. Let's yeah, do parallel. I
1: can, I can uh, bring up an a chat. King James.
0: See where were we? So, therefore, doth a man leave his father and his mother? Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother? So, in King James, it's the same.
1: Hmm. Alrighty then.
3: And and mine um starts off with like, at last. This at last is the bone from my bones and flesh from my flesh. Like this, at like this is the last I can do. This is all I can give. I've given you my iron, my blood, my carbon. Like this is all I have left. So, um, yeah. We
0: do we do see different words for the the Elohim, right? It was sort of the plural. Yeah, exactly. Creation. So I've often wondered that. You know, I think I brought up the Eloha was like the singular masculine. So I wonder if there was like a singular feminine word for that.
1: In the NIV, it says that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. So it's kind of like a commentary. Seems like in this one, um, what do right. they call that? Go ahead.
0: Oh no, I was just gonna say, yeah, that's how they interpreted it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was
0: just
3: they call like that prima materia the mother, like the chaos.
1: Or it could be yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That is the matrix. (laughs)
1: Like
3: Mm -hmm. the original, the OG Ma, you know, like (gasps) don't fuck, don't mess with me.
2: um but he also crafted eve based on some example that must have been pre-existing too that's what i
1: think is kind of interesting here because okay. he, oh, initially there must have already been male and female of animal species right because they were able to procreate without having a creation story so there must have been already male and female species But for some reason, he created a man and didn't create a woman. Uh, If you go to, like, the Sumerian, then it's almost like he created man to be a worker. But then he realized that he needed to create a woman also because they are going to let them have free will instead of having them be uh, used for slavery, basically.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on what you think happened. If you think we were made to have a relationship with God or if you think we were made to
1: be slave workers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm saying that's wow. what it says in the Sumerian is that's why we were fashioned right. was to be slave workers. I'm not saying I, think yeah, that. I I'm just bringing up that other point because it seems interesting no, yeah. that there would be male and female of all the other things but not of man yet. So, why would he not? Cry? Well, and before the fall, that was the intention,
2: I think. But after the fall, we were made to toil. And uh, everything was difficult.
0: And that's what I think happened. I think the Lord of all created this perfect world for us to be in relationship with God. And then these fallen entities came in and tried to act like God and sort of take over and create us into slaves. That's sort of my theory on it. After reading the Sumerian tablets yeah. and the Enuma Elish and the Bible and all of this. Yeah. Yeah,
2: a lot of them, these seem to be like rulers, and they would have a principality, like a certain domain of influence. Like
3: they were human or something?
0: Uh, Perhaps, or just uh, fallen angels, whatever you think those are. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Can we maybe look at the word for cleaved? Yeah, for sure. It says in Hebrew.
0: So, 224.
1: Yeah, I don't see cleaved in this one. I just, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Uh, And she shall cleave.
0: So, here's the pronunciation in Hebrew for that phrase.
1: Strong's age, 1692. Davak. Davak. And the form just below that? Davake. Davake.
0: So yeah, it looks like it, it's used, there's set different words that it could be used to translate this, but cleave, follow hard, overtake, stick, keep, fast, together, abide, close, joined, Pursued or take, um, it seems like the sort of uh, most popular is to cling or to stay with, or joining together. So, I think that kind of that makes sense in this context for
1: sure. I think it's interesting too if you think of man being created to be a worker, and then woman created after the fact, that could be why she was um, made smaller. Uh, or more petite or not as like strong and aggressive because she wasn't there to work or toil she was there to take care of man right
0: yeah and i think we do see these sort of different uh roles being intentionally put into place right like everyone Mm -hmm. has a a different skill set and you come together to create that unity Uh, And I think that's a beautiful design. And I do see society trying to break that apart right now. And just from growing up with friends and family who didn't have that sort of plutonic um, relationship growing up, uh, you know, they had a a hard time. There's my wife even, you know, going through divorce, it, it made it hard. There's a lot of hardships that come along with that. And so I think that, you know, trying to get back to this original design does innately sort of create a more abundant fulfilling life uh, just based on my experience and what i've seen
1: yeah because man and woman is equal yet opposite like we're flat right, chest exactly. they have boobs we have a penis they have a vagina any e and audi it's like the exact reflection of even what, odd yeah it's exact reflection to create balance
0: And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they are not ashamed of themselves. So that sort of sums up Genesis 2. That's because Adam was
1: hung like a champ. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He had no shame.
3: I don't think that they had any sexual parts at that point if Mm. they were taken apart. Interesting. You know what I mean? Since they stick together, I don't think that they had maybe even thought about that maybe like um eating from that tree is obviously i mean i would think that it would be like um don't eat like everything leads to cannibalism man but like don't do it you know what i'm saying or like (laughs) you know um maybe they realize like um you know we maybe can't have these parts i don't know
0: well, I think in Genesis 1, God blessed them and God said to them, "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth." So,
3: there you go. I
0: I guess they probably did, would be my guess, or unless that meant something else, but I guess it could have been like, you know, take care of the land and make sure the land is fruitful.
1: Well, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I I think it's interesting what she said though is that, you know, if if he was creating Eve from man, by taking the rib or taking blood or whatever and then fashioning a woman obviously there was no way for adam to copulate so what use would a penis be if you're not going to reproduce because it wasn't till they ate from the tree of knowledge that they even realized that they had these parts and that kind of goes into the fact or not the fact but the idea that they were adam was created as a worker to for the land and he he didn't need to have any reproductive parts until they ate from the tree of knowledge and then uh the tree of knowledge not even being that they got knowledge but that she ate of the fruit which was uh the semen
0: Well, perhaps, though, I don't know. Do you guys think that was the case? Or was God intentionally making both man and woman, like, that was the plan?
1: Personally, I don't know. And I have no either or on that. I I mean, it doesn't matter to me either way. Uh, I'm just pointing out, like, some different ideas or conceptual things. So, uh, I think think it's it's an interesting
0: point.
2: I think he probably intended it to happen eventually. But eventually, not prematurely
0: <laughs> and God so in Genesis one verse twenty seven and God prepareth the man in his image in the image of God, he prepared him a male and a female, he prepared them, so personally, I think this means that he sort of had different uh sex essentially I think and that's how we know our sex is is by our so I personally think that that was sort of the plan from mm. the beginning but that's just my you. take I on got it. you yeah I think and like, then the next verse in 28 it says be fruitful and multiply so pretty much right here when he's making man he's he's saying this is the plan
3: yeah right there be masters of the sea of the birds of heaven and of all living animals on earth. Fill the earth and conquer it right there. So, I mean. But what's interesting is that. If you go see. Adam, when he has Eve, um, is still she has. She didn't fall. Adam fell. Eve didn't. So. He had to, like, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, they didn't fall together. Like, they're not, but, Um, they don't end up, like, being able to, mm. I don't think, yeah. They,
1: weren't, they were able, and then they were not able. <laughs>
3: because Cain killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, but like, not really. Everything goes back to that. It's crazy. Like, Hmm. should
0: we start on verse
1: or on chapter three? Yeah. Go ahead. Unless Joshua has anything to add to that, he's kind of he's over our craziness. Um. No, not right now. (laughs)
0: i was waiting for this part coming up yeah this is the the juice we've been waiting for
3: oh let's get to it Genesis three starting at verse
0: one and the serpent hath been subtle above every beast of the field which jehovah god hath made and he said unto the woman is it true that god hath said ye do not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman saith unto the serpent of the fruit of the trees of the garden we do eat and of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye do not eat of it, nor touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Dying ye do not die, for God doth know that in the day of your eating of it, your eyes have been opened, and ye have been as God, knowing good and evil. So that's probably a good place to stop. I think, you know, five verses.
3: Well, that's a lot for us.
0: I know. (laughs) There's a lot here. So we got the serpent, a talking serpent. We got trees. What do you guys want to start with?
2: Well, it's the oldest trick in the book.
3: It wasn't really a snake. What was it? It was, I don't know what it was, but I know it wasn't a snake.
0: (laughs) Based off what? Just intuition or?
3: Well, because I don't think that they were able to at this time when they were. I don't think they were able to. I don't think they had named that yet. I don't think there had been. I don't think that had happened yet. Right. Well, no.
0: I think they, they did already say that Adam, Adam was naming things. <clears throat>
2: Adam would have known the serpent. That's yeah. why he. But
3: Eve didn't.
2: Correct. Yeah. That's why
0: she well, was
1: tricked. Well,
0: I don't know if we know she didn't.
1: But, but I
2: think that's why he tricked Eve. The woman saith unto the serpent.
3: So you think it was Adam that tricked Eve? Get the fuck out of here.
0: No, I think I think it was the woman alone and the serpent approached her. I think she knew who the serpent was or what the serpent was, uh, or at least the name, um, <laughs> because Adam and Eve were together. I think, you know, like I have a wife and we, we do everything together. So I think they would have knowing the same things
1: i think um
0: that's just i'm assuming i don't know that for sure
1: people often relate the serpent to satan or a deity that was that a trickster that tricked eve into eating the apple so i think that's also another interesting thing because now you have god and you already have Satan at the time of creation or this evil other evil deity that wants to trick mankind. So it almost is it's almost like as if that so is it God's children that's the serpent? Or who is what is it that's the serpent? Is it really just a snake? Or is it some type of deity or being? It's a
3: penance for something. So it was already there because I would, it's a serpent. And so, like, maybe it was already damned before, maybe they had already fallen before Adam and Eve.
0: I think it was probably just another, I mean, it is very interesting, right? Because we, we have the, story of the fallen seraphim. So it could have been like a fallen angel, perhaps, mm-hmm. that was uh, before it was... Because we do get later on where it's cursed and then it has to slither, right? It has to have its belly on the dirt. Yeah. And so I think it was a serpentine being, but not as the snakes that we know it today. Um, there's a lot of depictions. Was it like Marduk who had uh, like that dragon on four legs or something like that
1: um well we can automatically disqualify ireland as being uh the garden of eden like some people might think because there's no serpents in ireland so
0: (laughs) right that's true that's the point (laughs) and and why would
1: why would god allow a serpent in the garden if, if, if it was everything that was good, why would he allow Eve to be tricked? Unless it was some other type of deity, you know? Because if he tempted her with this tree of knowledge, so was a snake talking to her? How did a snake, how did a serpent um, animal trick her into eating the apple? Unless the serpent is like her own. Knowledge or her own intuition that she tricked herself, her own consciousness tricked her.
0: That's an interesting point, also, because in Revelations 20, verse 2, uh it says, He sees the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan. So, that ancient serpent, you know, that could be like ancient meaning before or, yeah, uh, a set up different from God's creation is kind of what you're theorizing, Dan
1: uh um, no i'm not necessarily saying that because in the way satan is related to god uh he had to have come from him to be on this planet i suppose if he created everything that was to be on this planet then obviously that had to have come from him or be created by him at some point
0: okay so you're just saying like why if it was good because it seems like everything was good god made everything good but he still had a perfect will and a permissible will so i think that's how i see it and maybe what you're saying but like the serpent had a choice as well it was a it had a free will and so it decided yeah. to deceive man and take advantage and that sort of put us on this path that is separate from god's perfect will mm-hmm.
1: yeah I, I i understand what you're saying i get it I'm so just, I'm just what reading. kind of
2: tree is this, by yeah. the way?
1: I think it's a fig tree.
2: Yeah. Because there's also the parable of the fig in the Bible, and that comes up in Genesis and Revelation, Revelation 6.13, for example. Christ even talks about it in Matthew chapter 24, verse 32, talks about the uh, parable of the fig tree there, too. So it's in the beginning, middle, and end. But we read about the fig mm-hmm. symbol last time, and that's like the
1: yonic symbol. Yeah. and then serpent is crazy? phallic symbolism, right? So, is this like a, a sexual type of thing too? Is it that he tricked her into? Well, she ends up having activity?
2: Cain and Abel from this, so yeah the serpent seed is Mm -hmm. is uh where this comes from but yeah i do think that the fig is a big deal here now here's a question that i've never really heard anybody talk about um how old were adam and eve when this type of stuff was going on and i think that's a really interesting question because look at the kind of crap that's going on today in our society and as we learn in matthew um, chapter 7, 16, it says, Ye shall know them by their fruits. So I think that, you know, that satanic stuff that where they abuse children and stuff, I think it began in the garden. I think
3: that, eating yourself, eating the kids, man.
2: Yeah. So it's I think cannibalism. It, I think Adam and Eve were children whenever they got deceived by the serpent.
3: I do too. That's why they didn't know anything. And that's why she didn't know any better. And that's why we're forever not knowing everything because we are still children, as well. We'll all die, children. Yeah,
2: but that was a really big revelation for me making that connection because seeing what's in the world today, I was like, "Wow, that—that's it."
1: <laughs> I, I would that's say, a big like, I'm I'm forty, and my grandfather is eighty-seven, and he still sees me like a child. So, of course, God would always see Adam eve like children to him but that's a good question is like how old were they when they're in the garden how naive were they if they didn't know any better and they just wandered around frolicking and didn't have anything to do uh you know and because they had no knowledge at that time what was what was knowledge at the beginning of time he already named everything he had pretty good use of words
0: Yeah, I think they were older. That's just my opinion, um, but based on the fact that God's telling them to multiply and be fruitful, although people were doing that at younger ages, so who knows? But they also lived a lot longer. So, in my opinion, they—if anything—they got bored and <laughs> they're like, "I'm, I'm gonna try that treat, man."
3: Exactly like what they do today. Like they get bored and they do weird. Grotesque things, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. (laughs) And you see in ancient like societies, even like that aren't that are like still left behind, they leave behind their gold and their like altars where they sacrifice Mm -hmm. themselves for this evil deity. Or I don't even know if it's evil because I don't even know what evil exactly is, but I do know that all roads led to children's sacrifice and cannibalism, and that's the road we're on.
0: Well, and what do you guys think? You know, this is kind of interesting to me because I've been having, you know, Joshua brought up the fig tree, and me being vegan, I actually was just at a farm the other day, and they had a fig tree, and I felt bad about, like, I didn't even eat the fig because, <laughs> you know, of what Joshua was saying about the wasps. So, <laughs> you know, what what do we think? What do we think that was the original intent was for us to be vegan and not to be eating flesh and was that sort of a slippery slope
1: we have to learn about the story
3: unfolds
1: we learn about the birds and the bees right so um the bird language the bees and the fig uh i think that's kind of an interesting thing if adam was the one that named everything then he would be the bird Uh, because he had the knowledge of all that and then eve if eve ate of the fruit that had the fig was that was the fig and it had a bee in it she would be the bee so then that's like the birds and the bees queen bee and the sexual sexual activity between birds and bees that's also kind of interesting yeah
0: well the whole pollination thing right like yeah yeah, just interesting. I don't know. I mean, what what do you guys think that was the original tent, intent? Like God's perfect plan?
3: No, He had to be like, "Damn it, you guys! All right, well now we're we're gonna line things out. You know what I mean? But we keep fucking up. Excuse well, I mean, like, as far
0: as our as far as our diets go, like because if nothing was, we don't see death entered into the picture yet, right? So if they weren't, He really tall, said.
2: Uh, that He sacrifices a lamb to clothe them after the fall. sets, so that's the first death.
0: Now, does it specifically mention the that he does that? Or does it just say that he covers them in like a hide? Oh, right there, My, right.
1: Uh,
0: to the... Well, I guess woman. we should keep reading if we're getting there. Should we just keep reading the chapter? Well,
3: yeah. no, I'm just going to let you know, way back in Genesis 1, uh, 28, he said, uh, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, be masters of the sea. Um, and he said, that'll be your food. Um, I'll give you seed bearing plants that are upon the whole earth and all that bear fruit. So he told us to go fishing. You could eat fish. Well, no,
0: if you read the whole thing, what I, at least what I gathered from it is he says, be masters of all those things. But then he specifically says about the herbs and the plants that those are for eating.
1: And in verse I could go back to it. Three two, the woman said to the serpent, so she's given she's telling him the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, You must not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. So as soon as she ate right. from it, now things soon as you touched it to pluck it off the tree now things are starting to die yeah now death is and better. another
0: thing another thing that's interesting is if there wasn't death and we were multiplying you know that would create like a there must be earth must be like ever expanding it would seem
1: like right unless they had uh A system to multiply
3: right uh, you mean like more land comes up from the ocean is well, that what I you think mean
0: I've had this thought that like the expanse is sort of you know when we create like video games and stuff things like uh, generate as you approach them to mm-hmm. save on RAM it's not like they're just always running And so I sort of have this theory that as we expand and we go out, like it keeps generating. That's sort of my theory on it. Um, Now, I don't know if that's still the case with everything dying uh, and after the fall, but I, I think it probably is. I mean, there's so much land out there and so much to explore that. And we're all like huddled in these small little pockets. You know, when you fly, you see the, how vast it is. So it seems like we're not even close to, you know, reaching, uh, everything that we even know about and you know we know like extraterrestrials that's like extra land yeah. so there's all these theories right. like outside of the what no we know. i like
3: it yeah i i think that like there's a magnetic pull like the tech the tectonic plates i think that um once you, if someone other than god were to perhaps come up with a a machine or tool to Um, navigate these magnetics. um, I think that, yeah, there's a chance that like we could expand, but I think everything that God had intended was for it to be natural, like for us to rise and fall and rise and fall, you know, um, as many times, I guess, as we need to. But I think that um, the expansion thing has kind of been a little hijacked a little bit. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just think, I think my main point and why it matters to me is that we should have an abundance mindset instead of a scarcity mindset, right? There's all of this sort of fear mongering going on of like, uh, there's too many people, we're too crowded, there's not enough food, all of this. But I think that that's all a lie. I think there's more than we need and there always will be. We just need to actually uh, utilize it.
3: Or learn how to till the soil.
0: Yeah, um, I just think we need to get back to God's perfect plan. That's speaking, been my journey for like the last seven years. That's awesome. Trying, trying to.
3: That's awesome. Congratulations. It's oh, my.
1: speaking. It's hard work. Speaking of lying, um, once once she does say that, uh, once, uh, she tells the serpent that we can't touch that fruit or we will die. Uh, the serpent says, "You will not certainly die." The serpent said to the woman, For God knows that when you eat it from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So, somebody's lying, obviously. Most likely, somebody, the serpent, somebody right? took
3: away from it and somebody added to it. Like, to, to change the meaning of that whole phrase, like, the serpent didn't really say, everything and eve kind of added a little bit to it you know like it was kind of cunning on like both ends but i don't think that eve meant to well i think she was
0: definitely she was definitely tricked and that's why the serpent got um more uh severe uh repercussions than she did and I think it was because she did still disobey a direct, you know, yeah, she was deceived and tricked, but she did know, like God said, specifically not to do this. Um, that seems to be clear in the passage. So I think that's why you sort of get that, that judgment, of, you know, in, in different layers.
3: For real, like, uh, even the cloaking of the uh, skin and bones like the raw hide of animals like that's when he's like okay if you want to act like animals then you guys are animals
0: right well even what's the first thing they did they got fig leaves it wasn't they didn't go out and kill an animal right away they just they started with fig leaves
3: well, so they started- it, that
0: tells me they probably weren't doing that you know they didn't have that idea even of like killing animals it doesn't seem like
3: for each or each other. The
0: or the
1: or like children. They didn't, they didn't necessarily have a weapon to kill an animal at that point. Right.
3: It, true that. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> um, so, do you want to keep reading?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, we left off at 3-4, and then 3, and 3-5, three, and... Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. But they already had fig leaves on, so that's interesting. Um,
3: he knew better.
1: And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I command you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed Are you above all livestock and all wild animals? You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel.
0: So this is where we get the sort of the narrative of the serpent seed, which I think is definitely worth uh, going into a little bit. So if we think that the serpent was, well, we seemingly know that the serpent was a uh, cognitive being with choice, and it seems like it is having seeds. And so this is where we get the sort of theories of the serpent race, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think so. Do you think and it's just the, cut the and dry? Seraphim. Like, yeah that that's what's happening. <laughs> I think that's that uh, cut and dry. Well, the seraphim,
2: like you mentioned earlier, could be like a race or a class of the angels. So, what we see happen in, in a pattern after this is that the angels kept doing this, you know, trying to take wives and create their own races and stuff like that. So, I think this is the first opportunity that. You know the serpent had to try and steal the sovereignty that was the birthright and sovereignty that was granted in uh, i think genesis 1 20 through 26 um he was able to usurp the kingdom that way the authority
1: yeah i also think that this kind of feels like a sex story where adam and eve were having sexual activity in the garden and they put their figs back on and then God, like, busted in the door and was like, what's going on in here? And then they ran and hid because they were ashamed because they were having sex with each other. And they weren't supposed to be, you know, that type of, it kind of gives me that type of feeling reading it right now. That, like, that's why they were ashamed because and hiding. Because they're like, oh, we just had sex. Uh-oh. Dad's mad. <laughs>
0: But again, if we look back at the previous chapters when God was telling them to be fruitful and multiply, to me that says that they were supposed to be, but the serpent was not, what the serpent had them doing was different. Uh, Uh, I don't know. Does that make sense?
2: Was Eve even around though when that decree
0: was given?
3: Eve never fell. Eve stayed in the garden and Adam fell.
0: Where is that from?
3: Um, sorry it is from
1: uh yeah look it up um uh, i just just, yeah it seemed like they were getting reprimanded and uh for the sexual activity almost as if the serpent is you know the, the the penis and the figures the yoni if, if we if you go to that aspect and kind of take these deity things out of it I think that makes a little more sense uh if it is uh that you want to go with the deities then I think yeah there's probably an angel uh that was a fallen angel obviously the angels fell too if they were tempting uh man god's creation right so they had to exist at the same time as god which is interesting uh or at least before man uh, which goes into the idea of the elohim and there being plural of multiple gods at the time or at least uh, a council where they had to confirm these types of things
2: So there's this, this is the curse. Um, we were talking about like crushing the serpent's head. And, mm-hmm. and also, there's more to it here about the earth or the land not uh, being easy to work with.
3: Um. Well, I don't guess it ever. Okay. So I interpret it as like, um, it never, like they got married uh, after he made Yahweh in Genesis chapter 3, verse 22. Um, he said, See, man has become like one of us with his knowledge of good and evil. He must not be allowed to stretch his hand out to pick the next, to uh, pick from the next tree, from the tree of life also and eat some and live forever so he ban so god yahweh banished him from the garden of eden to till the soil from which he had been taken he banished the man in front of the garden of eden and he posted cherubs and the flame of a flashing sword to guard the way of the tree of life so he never really mentioned that eve fell with him he just mentions that they uh um get married because she was the mother of all of those who live. And it just means life, like water.
0: Yeah, so I think in that passage, I looked up uh, Genesis 3, verse 22, and the Hebrew word is Adam, which can mean man or mankind uh, or human being. So I think it could, you know, yeah, that could be very specifically talking about Adam. Is that kind of what you're uh, saying or getting at?
3: Yeah, basically. I mean, it could very well just be Adam at first. And then, you know, the more we keep like, because it's cyclical, this whole story, um, it's very beautifully written that it could also mean after, you know, they both fall but, But I think Adam falls first and that was like the first, you know, trial run. And then um, Eve, which was to give life was like water. Does that make sense? While it's in that. And then, to, and then after like, you know, the, he manifest and like, after this happens, a few times, like um, he gets so desperate, he's picking at his own rib to try to get, you know, water or life
0: yeah i think my interpretation think break of it down. genesis 3 verse 22 uh, it says and jehovah god saith lo the man was as one of us as to the knowledge of good and evil and now lest he send forth his hand and have taken also of the tree of life and eaten and lived to the age so if we're talking about man Uh, in the sense of human being, since we know that they both ate of the tree of life. That's sort of how I interpret it, Uh, meaning they both fell, meaning mankind as a species fell. That's at least my interpretation of it. But I appreciate you bringing that up. That's That's a good point. No problem. So, but are you saying, Morgan, that you do think that eventually all of mankind fell. You just think that Adam fell first?
3: Yes, because Adam knew better. See, that's that's what the whole thing, that's it. And it basically lays it out at the very beginning. I mean, he says right there, I mean, cursed are you and cursed is your land and cursed is everything. And from dust you came and dust you will return. And I think that's why we have a lot of people that like, understand this to a different degree, like a whole, like, because in that is so you, there's so many different ways you could interpret all of this. I mean, mathematically, there's so many different, probably secret schools of ways of taking this information and like, you know, using it however you want. This Bible is like a tool, but it also is like what happened. And I think that um, because. Adam knew better or man the man knew better for some odd reason he had known better and um still ate from the tree and the woman was tricked so that's why um you know things are set up in the order that they are now in real time
0: interesting i think i get what you're saying so because the serpent dece- i think it's i think it's different though because the serpent clearly the woman knew what she was doing because it says and the woman saith unto the serpent of the fruit of the trees of the garden we do eat uh, and the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden god has said ye do not eat so she knew what she was doing but the difference you're saying is that uh adam was not so much deceived by the serpent it was more i would say a di- it was like a different sin it was like but they were both disobeying right Adam wasn't deceived but he was like uh, enabling maybe or he was uh he let his like lust or his need for relationship with man get the better of his relationship with God. Does that make yeah.
3: sense? Well, yeah, and I think that you could say the opposite way that like God had a personal relationship with Adam, he did not have one with Eve, right? So we have to really remember that when we're like going through this because in nowhere in the Bible, like, does he have a personal, like, he t- speaks directly to Eve. You know what I mean? So well, it's like she was justifying. Well, his relationship is solid with Adam. And that's like the he's like the reason why that um, God chose man, because God had a relationship with that entire, you know it ends up being that he has a personal relationship with these, these people. And it, it makes him sad that we act this way. So he keeps trying and trying and trying and we keep failing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I personally believe he did have a relationship though with, with both of them, or I, I would say that with mankind's, uh, that's just my personal opinion. It seems like he took, he cared for both of them.
1: Um, oh, sure. If- if eating of the fruit is a sexual induendo um, for Eve, uh, having sex with a serpent, uh, so to say, uh, or this angelic deity, and then also Adam partakes of the fruit, is that in some way uh, a homosexual thing and he was casting him out because of that?
0: I mean, it could be, but again, I think we're taking sort of uh, liberations or like different assumptions, not necessarily based on what the text is saying. But yes, that I mean, that could be right. Like if you were interbreeding with a different species, uh, that would probably be. Troubling. Or yeah,
1: or that too, or like uh, if it's a animal, not you're not supposed to be going with the animals. It's a serpent, so I mean. You have to you have to really define, I guess, to me, you have to define what the serpent is. Is the serpent a serpent, a snake, or is the serpent something else? Because obviously the serpent didn't crawl before. He'd made it crawl. So what was how how was that? So did serpents have legs at some point? Or were they lizards? Was yeah, a I mean lizard? that's how I take it. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of depictions of these uh like four-legged creatures that were like serpents
1: okay and then so if she's so then if it's a legit serpent uh that had legs at some point and then she's sleeping or she's uh talking to it it's talking to her and she's tricked by eating the fruit of knowledge and now she has these uh this knowledge and her eyes are get awakened and now she's living in reality it's basically almost too, I guess you could say it's kind of like the animation process, right? Like before that, they were inanimate and now they're animate.
3: Yes. Perfect. Exactly. Because they were
1: placed into the garden. So that's almost like they're placed there like figurines and then they became animated because now they had knowledge.
0: Well, you don't think they were animated before that then? when they were like naming everything and they were supposed to be multiplying
1: right well i'm saying like the it says they weren't awake yet They, they they didn't wake up uh out of their dream state until they ate of the fruit
0: well let's see what verse is that that would be let's go down here you're talking about when god was saying they've become like us right Yeah, that's in 3.22. 3.22. All right. And Jehovah God saith, lo, the man was as one of us, as to the knowledge of good and evil. And now lest he send forth his hand and have taken also of the tree of life and eaten and live to the age. Jehovah God sendeth him forth from the garden of Eden to serve the ground from which he hath been taken. Interesting. Uh, well, so up, up Jehovah up here, God sendeth him forth. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Um, no.
3: Where does it say that the serpent okay. uh, eats dust?
1: Yeah, it says it does say that down there. Um,
3: so uh, we turn to dust, and then the serpent eats dust. So we're basically just serpent food at this point. And The serpent knew it.
0: That's an interesting take.
3: <laughs> We're going around the firm, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of cool. Maybe the fruit of knowledge is like us actually living this shit out.
1: Uh, three. Well, I did want to look at three, four says you will not certainly die the serpent said to the woman for god knows that when you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you'll be like god knowing good and evil so before they ate of the well fruit. that's what the serpent's
0: saying though
1: but well god told them not to eat of the fruit either because uh they'll die they'll die
3: lest you surely die
1: right yeah, so i guess it's how do it?
0: you believe do you do you believe the serpent or God? Because it, it could be for different reasons. Like the serpent's making it sound like this great thing. You Oh, you won't die. Don't worry about it.
3: Because they uh, want to eat you, man. It all well, goes back to I'm cannibalism. So,
0: so the serpent wanted that to happen so that we got stuck in this cycle, right? Yeah. But God knew better. That wasn't part of God's perfect will. He was trying to protect us. That's That's how I view it. Because I tell my son not to do things all the time. And it's because I don't want him to get hurt. I think I've talked about this before, all the time before. But like, there's a path full of lava rock and grass, and he'll want to walk on the lava rock even though the grass is better, right?
3: Yeah. So, oh god, that sounds like so. Then in six,
1: it says, "When the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it." then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked so they sewed fig leaves together made coverings for themselves so they are now awake now they have the knowledge of what good and evil is so the serpent wasn't lying to them
0: well i think i mean it still could have been right like just because they were open to seeing things a certain way doesn't mean that that's what was good for them
1: Right.
3: I think um, it was like a little white lie at the beginning, which unfolded and is still unfolding to be a horrible, horrible, horrible black hole. But I think like the further down, the further down like uh, you get from Genesis, like the more you see that un- unfold itself, you know.
1: So dark. So like
0: man. essentially now we. Now we die, and that I think that was the main lie: is the serpent was telling us we wouldn't die, but we do. So our eyes may be
1: open, but now we die.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we know we're going to be serpent food.
1: So it was—it was like two truths and a lie. Like, you, you won't die.
0: Which is classic serpent.
1: Yeah. Classic
3: you, serpent man. Classic. Yeah. I'm fucking hungry, dude. <laughs> Hurry up.
1: He's the most you,
0: cunning. Like, that's that's you won't, this whole you vibe. You'll die
1: just, if you yeah. eat it. You'll just have knowledge. Uh, just for God Jonah knows and you the whale. your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So, God knew the difference between good and evil. Adam and Eve did not know the difference between good and evil. They didn't perhaps have any they only knew knowledge. Good. They didn't have, perhaps, maybe no, maybe Maybe that's, that's what Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's the truth. Oh, my trick. gosh. Sorry. But, but yeah
0: exactly yeah. we didn't even know what bad was right there was only good there's and then only good once we had the fruit yeah another thing this makes me think about that's you guys good, have you guys good. heard of this of like have you guys heard of like uh when you're in dream states or or something uh in a different sort of uh mindset like not to eat anything if you're offered it have you ever heard that
1: oh no that's kind of like in fairyland too uh you're not if you leave food out for the fairies you're not supposed to eat it uh because yeah, it's basically something like that poison because after the fairies eat it it's not the same anymore
0: yeah it just reminded me of that but wow that was a real epiphany for me i never really thought about that and it seems so obvious <laughs> now <laughs> well, like yeah um, because yeah, even
1: when god created everything he said he looked at it and was like this is good it was good he looked at it exactly. this is good so there was no evil yet just good they didn't they didn't have any idea Of what evil was. So now they know good. But the serpent
0: did.
3: God knew what was gonna happen. But at the end, it all ends up good. He he tells you, like, okay, I'm gonna make this because of this, and it's gonna be good, but and then I'm gonna add this onto it to make it good. Like it's always gonna be okay. I think that's the way that I take that, you know, like because
1: i think i think that uh the serpent in this personally i think that the serpent in this is a deity and this deity tricked eve uh into eating the fruit and had sex with her which is why there was Cain. uh because if she only had sex with adam man would still be good and she wouldn't have uh uh
0: well, if we, if we now know bad and evil, then if we now know and have thoughts uh, of evil, then then I guess we could, right? I
1: see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah but so we they... still
0: could have that serpentine line that still exists uh, and is still that sort of parasitic energy that is sort of taking advantage and trying to lead us astray from God's perfect will. That's kind of how I see it. I don't, I mean, perhaps there was, you know, intermingling that could have even happened after the mm-hmm. fall right um as they're kicked out of the garden that's probably where the serpents like lived or whatever
1: yeah i, I, I see so your now point. that they're mingling i see your point yeah that's good call uh so what do you what do you think the serpent is nomad like it is it a serpent is it a deity it, what yeah what is your I take totally 100 um,
0: percent think so because what? i've had that, that i think deity? i've probably shared yeah, the serpent was a deity because I've encountered a serpent entity on psychedelics, uh, and it was uh-huh. offering me wisdom. Oh, so, really? Uh, yeah, and I said no, but it, it like, and then it disappeared. But um, I, I had a very and I wasn't thinking about this at all. Like I really had to investigate and look more into serpents and stuff after I had this vision. So it wasn't like it was something that was just like on my mind, you know, I was reading this chapter and it, uh-huh. so I manifested it. It was very much like exterior for me. I could tell I was interacting with another entity. So for me, I definitely think that it was a deity.
1: So that, that gets into like the question too, then is it possible that this fruit was a mushroom uh like there's people the the mushroom in the cross or whatever it's called and this idea that by eating the psychedelics by eating the mushrooms this is how we came to have knowledge uh and and yep. figure out the world and and this is how our brains grew into the capacity that they are now and if you take it like that and that was what was they they ate in the garden and there's a serpent you know i've heard ideas of the serpent coming to people and their uh psychedelic experiences so that kind of because now they're awake everybody uh uh, you hear a lot of people talking oh we'll eat mushrooms because then you'll wake up you know so it's it has that same kind of conceptual thing to it so it's interesting to like maybe think maybe the mushroom is the fruit
0: yeah, I've thought about that. It does seem like the serpent was telling them to eat it. So, it could have been a way of them Perhaps it was more in its in their mind or maybe it was in physicality, but they they saw the serpent and then they ate the fruit. So, for me, it was like I ate the fruit and then I saw the serpent. So, I don't know. I've thought a lot about it, but I haven't really gotten to any conclusions yet. Perhaps the cursing of the serpent was it, it it's sort of its spirit being in that different world. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not or sure. Or maybe it that's the world
1: that we began in. And then once their eyes were open, they were no longer in that dream state. And they went into the reality.
0: Mm, perhaps. Into the
1: Like this reality is actually the matrix and the dream state is uh, r- the real existence
0: except for I saw the serpent there. So I don't know if that, maybe it would be inverse. I actually think it was like, this is, it does seem like we were kicked out of Eden though. So I don't know where that would Mm -hmm. be. Like that could very much be in a different reality. It could also be separate from what I experienced completely. Right. I have no
1: idea. (laughs) Joshua, (laughs) you still with us? Joshua. Joshua. I'm not sure that he's still here. He might have...
0: Well, I've already had so many great... You uh, he might have Tiffany's went to sleep. Episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know, he wasn't feeling good, so... Um, He said he took some feds and he might be on his... <laughs> on time. his keyboard. Yeah, it's also and pretty Mor- late over there for him. It's after midnight, so...
0: And then Morgan is having some
1: technical difficulties, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. But I I think the idea of the mushroom is pretty interesting. Um, I I, I think, uh, yeah, I think by talking this through, it gave me a little bit more clarity of what's going on here too. Uh, So yeah, I I thank you. Um, Yeah,
0: thank you. This has been great. I feel uh, like uh, I want to keep going, but I also would love to have Joshua and Morgan uh, be able to join us. So maybe should we cap it here?
1: Yeah, I think uh we're at the end of uh 3, right? I think we got to um where we got to let's let's finish this. Um let me see.
0: I think we we're around like 18ish.
1: Yeah, okay. So we got to 14. So the Lord God said to the serpent because you have done this Cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you'll eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. So, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He says to the serpent, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. So this is like the first start of the two different bloodlines, right? The serpent bloodline and the Adamic uh, bloodline, right? If you think about it. Well,
0: I don't know if it's the start of it necessarily, but he's saying that they're going to be separated or they're going to be constantly like fighting. Yeah, they're going to be separated. So it probably already existed.
1: He's going to put an enmity That means uh, like a cushion, like you're not going to be connecting with each other. You guys are done. You guys are like almost like he's putting them in two different places away from each other. You know, like you go over here and stay and you stay over here and you're not going to be mingling with each other anymore.
0: Well, does it though, or is it saying that they are going to be together now and they're going to be fighting? That's look almost up, what it seems like to me, right?
1: Look look up that word enmity. What does it say in yours in verse 15? This is the NIV.
0: Uh, yeah, it says the same word. I'm looking it up right now. So if we go down here to the word enmity, I will play the audio so you guys can hear it in Hebrew. Strong's H342. Ava ava so that's the hebrew word and then if you look up sort of the meaning in hebrew it's enmity hatred so that's kind of how i view it it's it's like fighting right it's like you're gonna have that toil that turmoil between each other that
1: uh, friction so that's even not even just friction between offspring that's friction between man and woman
0: Well, I, I guess I see it as, let's see. So what we're on verse 15. Let's read it again here. I'll read it in my translation. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to start at verse 14. And Jehovah God saith unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, cursed art thou above all the cattle and above every beast of the field. On thy belly dost thou go, and dost thou dost eat all days of thy life. And enmity I put between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. He doth bruise thee head, and thou dost bruise him the heel so i see this as you know he says between thy woman and between thy seed and her seed so seed being i would i see that as children so if that's children that's sort of saying i see that as like mankind and the serpent race essentially are going to be fighting that's Mm -hmm. that's how i
1: see it yeah 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 okay so it's a hatred between the two uh,
0: Oh. oh, he's
1: back.
2: It was also relates to like uh, Revelation when the sign appears in the sky of Revelation 12 1. Um, it's kind of reference, I think, back to this right here. And the dragon is the serpent in that case. So that
1: motif kind of shows up again.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. How are
1: you doing, Joshua? Did you take a look? Oh,
2: I, I've yeah man i don't feel well
1: yeah yeah all right uh we
2: sickle. were
1: we were talking about um the serpent in the garden basically uh the idea of the mushroom do you have any thoughts on the fruit being a mushroom
2: yeah i mean I've, it certainly seems like it. it could be something like that psychedelic in nature but mm-hmm. i really the more research i've done i really do think it was a fig tree um just because you know i just think it's interesting too how you know we're kind of taught that it's an apple in uh a lot of ways but then actually it's not apparently it's more like a fig i think morgan are you back but as far as the mushroom yeah it's interesting to contemplate that
1: we can't hear you
0: So just to summarize, when we're just trying to get the audio working, kind of we broke down the word enmity uh, being hatred. So And hatred was put between thy woman and between thy seed and her seed uh, and the seed of the serpent. That's essentially what we're getting at. So it seems like you have this sort of race of serpent entities and mankind, and there is going to be hatred between them, and they're sort of warring. And that's why we have that symbology that Joshua just brought up, even in Revelations, talking about that great ancient serpent. So that kind of ties it all together.
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of remarkable too, because that's like the first curse, I think, in the Bible. We get the blessings and being told to multiply. Then, like, this is the first negative type curse, right. or, I
0: think. And, oh, go ahead.
2: Other than the serpent on the belly, the childbirth will be in pain. I mean, there's a few others that go along with
0: it. And I find it fascinating that we're seeing this big push now for like other methods of like having children. And what I think is happening is the serpent is trying to take love out of the life creating process. Because imagine if you have, you know, children, the natural way God uh, designed it, I believe was for men and women to be in love and create a loving creature But now if you have, you know, using science and these weird other methods of like having children and they weren't made from that love, I would imagine that would have some sort of effect. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I kind of relate like serpent or the evil, if you will, to materialism and having this want or desire for more than what you have already been given by God, per se uh he's already given you everything that you need to live so why do you need to create all these other things to uh have solace in yourself when everything that you have is already at your feet you know uh so like when you talk about like materialism is materialism evil then i think that equates to like yeah if you're taking the birth right away of and trying to create humans and test tubes now you've moved on to this material aspect or if you're picking the sex of your child before it's born or you're you're moving away from you know
0: god's perfect plan
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah sorry morgan we still can't hear you <laughs> But I actually have to drop soon. But this has been great, uh, Dan. Did you have anything else before I head out?
1: Um, no, I just wanted to uh, to finish off these last few lines all together right here, and then uh, we can talk about it for five minutes, and then uh, finish it off. Uh, to the woman, okay, he cool. said, "I will make your pains in childbearing very severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children." Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from. Curses the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field, by the sweat of your brow, you'll eat the food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. um so i think a lot of that is interesting that he placed angels so he placed cherubim so that means there was already angels in existence uh when we we're talking about earlier if the serpent could be some type of other deity then the answer to that is yeah it could have been because there is already cherubim around too um uh, the the idea that there's a flaming sword flashing Uh, back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. I find that very fascinating. Like, what is this flaming sword? Like, what is this fiery looking thing that is guarding the path to the tree of life? Uh, I find that very interesting. It kind of seems like some sort of technology, or it could just be a pillar of fire that's just stuck in the ground a volcano perhaps or what kind of things like because I try to like make it make sense, you know, in my head. Like in my own reality, these are the things I see. I don't see flaming swords of fire. <laughs> so like obviously it's not a flaming sword on fire. Uh at this time there was no weapons yet. So uh for for I think that's just the describing of what it may have looked like because there was no word for it. So what was that flaming sword of fire? That's very interesting to me. And
0: The uh, angels with lightsabers?
1: Yeah, and the fact, um, and now uh, pains of childbirth. Uh, so because uh, she uh, ate from the tree, now she knows pain. So is it possible that they had children before they ate from the tree?
0: yeah that's a good good question I feel like these verses are super loaded like I would love to have yeah yeah I uh, just wanted to read it, into
1: it uh pose some questions yeah. and then when we come back on next week we'll kind of re-go over this uh and then because hopefully by then Joshua will be feeling better and uh Morgan's yes. Morgan's internet will be working so then we can kind of go yeah. over like these last few lines and and kind of go over chapter three and get into four Um, yeah i
0: will give one last tidbit on here since we read it uh and i just looked up the hebrew for this uh, for verse 21 when it says and jehovah god doth make to the man and to his wife coats of skin and doth clothe them and when i look up the hebrew there it's talking about um let's see let me go back where was it so uh kethoneth And it's the, it says tunic, undergarment, a long shirt, like garment, usually of linen. Um, And then what was the other word here? Sorry, sometimes it's broken up in different words. So I'm trying to get the actual words here. So the phrase of skins, if we look up that in Hebrew, it says skin of men or hide of animals. So that is interesting. That we're, we're sort of. You know, it, f- the way it's phrased, it made me think of like our actual skin. Like, were they forming the skin on the humans? Like, was it different before that? Um, yeah. Anyways.
1: Hmm. Yes. Welcome back. <laughs> well, God of the flesh, flesh of my flesh. Uh, It talks about creating flesh. I think that maybe uh, the garments uh, isn't it like a ritual of uh, certain tribes to wear like the leopard skin garment uh, during certain uh, rituals and stuff like that. Uh, I wonder if, because this would have meant that God would have had to kill an animal to give him a animal skin to wear you know or well, that's what was, i'm wondering because it was cold it and so he needed about to that. put like something warmer on him than a fig leaf you know because now paradise is lost now the garden is no more now paradise is gone you know now right. it's cold now you're going out into the cold adam well and the, <laughs> when it says the but on a jacket when it says you're gonna catch a cold
0: be, yeah exactly and eat the marrow <laughs> They well, so
3: eat,
0: when, it like says, when it says, let then. me see. And Jehovah God doth make to man and to his man coats of skin. So when I looked up the coats of skin, it was talking more about linen, um, which is not of like animals. And then the other translation is it could be skin or hide. And that, you know, could be hide of animals, but it's really not saying that specifically here. And I do think that that would be like a mm. significant event if Jehovah was to like kill an animal you'd think they would like mention that right well they do so i don't know i don't get enough evidence
1: they like animals very much because when noah kills an animal they're like "Ooh, let's uh let's go down there and check this out like and they're and they're often sacrificing animals to god too so obviously he he likes meat
0: well, depending on yeah, who the entities are that are actually telling these stories and yes, when yes. they get uh, mixed up with who they are. And that's what I'm trying to get at, because to yeah. me, when I read Genesis, it's not a, like God's perfect plan wasn't to kill animals. And so mm-hmm. that's why I have that sort of, you know, that's yeah. why that's what drove me to be vegan was I was like, how can I live more selfless? How can I get back to the garden And when I really started reading it, it's like, it seems like that was closer to the original plan. And I don't have any judgment for people who aren't vegan or anything, but that's just a personal journey. And as I read through this, I do feel like it sort of confirms it, at least for me. So thank you guys for walking through this. This has been really great.
3: I just feel like we were generated from falling. So the way that we are now, like the, because it says milk for babies and, you know, meat for men, you I'm sorry, I can't tell you exactly where that is in the Bible, but it's in there somewhere. Um, I think he says that because, like, that's how far we have like gone down the rung, you know, that like we have fashioned our bodies into where like we have to have meat to survive, or you know, some the proverbial our ground has to have, our ground has to be fed proverbially with blood as well, because that's how. Like, that's where we are. Like, that's how far we have fallen from God's perfect plan. But he does say, and it was good. So it does, like, it turns out to be fine. But, like, that's just where we are, I think. Like, it's yeah. cyclical. Yeah, I think yeah, how I think
1: it, it was. Go ahead. I, I think how we're saying where, uh, how he's given him a garment uh, and he, you know, paradise is lost now. Paradise is gone uh now there's no uh the sun is diminished now there's gonna be winters and so he's putting his clothes on uh for him to say hey keep warm i'm sending you out now into like the the wilderness Uh, it's gonna be a lot harder out there because you're not gonna be in the garden protected by me anymore now you're gonna have to learn how to survive and now you're probably going to have to have meat because it's going to be harder to find vegetables because you're no longer in this perfect place anymore that i provided for you uh you're going to have to be out on your own so it's kind of like this idea of you know your mom or your dad your parents uh when you finally leave your house and go out and venture onto your own now you're gonna have to take what they gave you already as your knowledge but you're going to have to adapt that to be able to survive on your own. And part of that sur- survival is doing everything that you need to do to keep the seed alive and keep humanity moving. Because one of your primary objectives is to sustain life and keep life moving. So I, I think that's why, uh, they started to eat animals was because for scarcity of plant and animal, uh, plant vegetation uh because they are no longer in the garden anymore yeah well the serpent
0: also represents the beast and so essentially we're now we have enmity between the beast and man right there's not that um relationship we used to ah. have with them but now it's there's that that hatred, hatred between that the fighting animals that, yes and right man. um and so I personally don't think we have to live like that. I think it, it was maybe like it seems easier or, you know, in some cases. But I, I have found that it's definitely possible to be vegan 100% and live a fulfilling life. And so, I find myself, you know, I'm very active. I can go on hikes and everything. and I'm usually outpacing the people I'm with. So it's not like I'm diminished by any means. So yeah, uh, so, so
3: no, my brother's 100% vegan.
1: One, one last question. Is the serpent then also a representation of the animal kingdom and how uh and also a representation of an angelic deity is it both is that why we have you know now we have hatred for animals and we're eating them because of the serpent and also the serpent was a deity because now his I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. Like, I feel like it has to be one or the other.
0: Yeah, perhaps. I'm not sure exactly too, but that's just kind of what came to mind, right? Like the serpent is yeah, yeah. more of that beat, more of the beast, or at least separate from mankind. Uh, and so there, seems to be an put between animals, between beasts and us. So it could, yeah, I get what you're saying of like, perhaps that was the leader of you know the beasts or whatever but it had it does seem like there was a different level of consciousness to that serpent than yeah the, the other beasts yeah. yeah so i see what you're saying
1: that's yeah, interesting um all right joshua are you still there brother yes uh do you have any last words yeah. before we before we go
2: no um But I have this been fun. Thank you so much for allowing me to join you. I know I wasn't as involved. Sorry for just so.
1: I think we're gonna recap this next episode when you're feeling better and Morgan's able to uh, stay on the internet and uh, just kind of go over it again and bring up some of these things. I'm sure we'll be referring back uh, to some of these ideas, anyways, as we progress further in the chapters Are we too ch- so uh <laughs> morgan did you have any uh final things that's not about child sacrifice and bone marrow
3: and uh the <laughs> snake eating us well i mean it goes back to that but i mean <laughs> technically everything is everything but i did want to add like um uh i'm not trying to be like astro theologic about it but like when the earth so we're doing this show where it's called the 88 and we're going through these constellations like literally um alphabetically and it goes by how they were uh like the first person to write it down and then like the time it was written down and where it was from so you could see how these words um you could see how Cleve turns from um you know holding on to Uh, you know cutting off does that make sense how we looked up the word cleave earlier and it, it literally went all the way down the rabbit hole to where it just was like either hold on or cut off so um anyway it's just interesting to see how words work because um when i was just reading about the constellations in general but mainly aquarius is where um you can see as soon as these um, these missionary groups of people like will uh, go around and share this sacred information. Um, and once it gets like written down, it it's like the telephone game all the way around the world, right? But um, I'm sorry I'm making this so long. I'm just trying to be like, as precise as i can when i'm talking about things like this um it's called um the solar walk and uh it's also called in um it's been written down as the the uh bestiary our lady's way the irish beasts and the circle of the bests so you could see how it has like transferred like from person to person and time to time and how uh, these constellations in the sky change over time and how in um, uh, Aquarius, especially uh, where you see someone using um, in the midst of this, uh, according to um uh, Historial, Astronomy, Ancient Paris, 1775, um, and uh, Petrosis, the philosopher N- Nisopsis. He was the astronomical king of Sais and almost a mythical character to the Greeks. So somewhere in 77 BC, he made a separate constellation out of the Eridanus stream that connects to Aquarius which connects with Ganymede which collect, like it it there's so much mythology behind just that one like constellation or that part of the constellation in general but um uh it also has to do with form halt being like um reestablished and like put somewhere else and how these divination stones from the very beginning you know um kind of have a play into like how things are worked out in the sky um like after the fall it's kind of seems like where people just talk and talk like me
1: yeah i think uh i think that's very fascinating uh when when you said all that it made me think of this um we were talking about the serpent being the beast of the field or animal of some sort and putting uh an and enmity between the two um and casting adam out of the garden uh it, because the zodiac wheel is all animals except for virgo the virgin which was, is kind of like eve in a way and then oh uh, the 13th zodiac which is Ophiuchus is not really in the ring anymore and that's man with a serpent uh because maybe man was tempted by the serpent so he was kicked out of the zodiac wheel not to be with the beast he was separated uh from that so i wonder too if maybe this is uh we could if there's a zodiacal meaning between this creation uh uh cause I talked about this earlier, how if you go through the different Zodiacs, you can kind of see like some of these concepts playing out, uh, through these different personalities of the Zodiac. Uh, so that's also, um, another interesting take. Uh, so thank you, Morgan. Appreciate that.
3: Yeah. It's just one constellation and it's, uh, got, you know like 7 of the brightest i mean i'm sorry 11 which is a um interesting number as well like being the 11th labor of hercules you know where he has to flush out the the dung filled dams cuz that his fifth sense came about and he, he smelled it and it smelled like shit so he like flushed it out you know so i'm just saying it all kind of like has something to do like as um, above so below you can't deny that
1: it kind of yeah it kind of even seems like the the greek story of Ganymede is almost uh it could be you could say it's almost like a adam and eve type story too where um he gets kicked out from yahweh's because he wants to be on his own uh so he has to learn how to survive on his own and he becomes the moon of Jupiter. Jupiter, Jehovah, Yahweh. yeah, It's all the same. Well,
0: and that is the story of like Lucifer and Satan is uh, like Lucifer wanted his own kingdom. And the only other kingdom was darkness, was sin. So if he wanted to be a ruler, that was what happened. And then we have the serpent that was telling them essentially good and evil. And that introduced his kingdom to man. And Mm -hmm. so now we have that conflict and that friction.
3: Where's that at? They should have put that in at the beginning too, you know. (laughs) Like, hey, let me plead this side real quick. So you know what I mean.
1: The fall of Lucifer, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would definitely be a whole episode. Light
3: bringer, you know, like Venus, like love. It's a tool. It's desire to use whichever way you want. And unfortunately, we suck. Let's let's not suck, peeps.
0: Indeed.
1: All right, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, Nomad, tell the people where they can find you.
0: Yeah, you guys can find me at nomad.art. That's G-N-O-M-A-D.art. And that website will have everything you need if you want to find me on socials or what have you. Um, But yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys have comments or want to talk about uh, what we've been chatting through, I love to get different opinions. So please reach out.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Morgan, tell the people where they can find you.
3: Um, You can find me on Telegram, and you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at the Morrigan, B-M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N-B, and that's it.
1: Joshua, still here, buddy. Yep. Tell the people um, where they can find you.
2: You can find me on Instagram at Appalachian underscore aesthetic. You can also find me on telegram as joshua the branch i hang out a lot um and the weaving spiders welcome we sometimes do shows on wednesday nights and saturday nights and uh also sometimes do uh the solomon report
1: uh, bible study so um, you can find that on youtube all right and uh i hope you feel better man get well and um uh,
3: positive vibes over there yeah
1: and, i feel uh, better and hey nomad do you want to give us a little a little prayer action uh for everything that's yeah, going on in the to. world world right now you i know, would love to just to uh yeah. close out
0: of course Lord of all creation, thank you so much for blessing us with this opportunity to be together, to draw closer to you, to draw closer to each other as we do so. I pray that you continue to give us discernment and allow us to bring truth and light and love to the world. Lord, please help everything that's going on in the world. Lord, bring more peace and comfort to everyone and allow us to continue to move in the direction towards your perfect will and not be so focused on our will. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank
1: you. Thank you, man. All right.
3: Love you guys. Thank you.
1: Love y'all. Peace. Thank you all for listening. Sure. All love. Peace out. Uh, Shalom.
0: I'm regenerating, raising my vibration. Curses ending with my generation. Blessings reigning It's a celebration. Go on tell the nation we're all saved by grace. And I know I ain't boasting. I've been stuck in my ways, man. I'm regenerating. Raising my vibration Curses ending with my generation Blessings reigning, it's a celebration Go on, tell the nation We're all saved by grace And I know I ain't boasting I've been stuck in my ways, man I've been stuck in my ways How many days before it's no longer a phase God keep giving me grace I'm giving him thanks, I'm giving him praise I'm giving him thanks, I'm giving him praise I've been stuck in my ways how many days before it's no longer a face God giving me grace I'm giving them praise, giving them thanks Giving them praise, I'm giving them thanks I've been stuck in my ways how many days before it's no longer a face God giving me grace I'm giving them praise, giving them thanks Giving them praise, I'm giving them thanks